Hey, happy belated Valentine's Day, everyone. That's right, we're uh, dropping our Valentine's Day episode two days late because we failed to schedule properly. And that should not uh, that should not surprise any of you that have been listening to any to us for any length of time. Um, we were actually we actually recorded it before Valentine's Day, but yeah, did not have the foresight enough to realize it wouldn't <laughs> release before Valentine's Day. Anyway, yes, we talk about my bloody Valentine from 1981, and we have a great time talking about that nearly perfect slasher movie. Uh, it is really great, and we kind of gush all over it and talk about all our favorite things in it, and uh, had a like I said, had a really good time, and we hope you guys enjoy it. We also discuss several other films. Uh, Melissa discusses Valentine from 2001, uh, which I'm actually sure we'll be doing like next Valentine's Day because that's like the only two Valentine's horror movies. I'm sure there's some more obscure ones. Those are the only two I can really think of. Probably forgetting some major ones though because I'm kind of dumb. Um, uh, she also discusses Deadware from earlier this year, 2022. Is it earlier this year? I don't even have any idea when it released. Could have been yesterday. Um, well, no, it couldn't have been. Oh my God, I'm getting so off track. Hey, that's uh, that's a thing too. We uh, have like um, the, our our attention spans are all over the place on this episode, and Meatball interrupts several times. Meatball the dog, so beware for that. But anyway, I discuss Hellblazers from 2022, and I also discuss uh, Highway to Hell from 1991. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 82. Stop it. No. Really? Pull it. That better? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check, check, check. There we go. There we go. Bop it, pull it, twist it. Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> I am not putting that thing anywhere near my body. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? No. It's like, bop me. It's like, all right twist me and it's, and it's like moaning whenever he does it it's like oh yeah oh, yes i have seen that and then the last frame is like fuck me oh, and the guy God. was like oh no and he like throws it uh hello everyone and welcome to our show i am your host chuck and my i i am and not, my and I, I am not awake oh my i God. am your horror co-host mel indeed you are you see the problem is we took one shot one shot and we're done <laughs> one shot on an empty we stomach. always take like a like a yes, pre-show beh- behind the scenes shot. Just yes, one. We started a while ago. And now our livers are <laughs> suffering. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a fun tradition though. When it Michael is. joins us, yes. we have a shot at your bar and then we start recording. That's it. Uh, this is the weekly podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite movies spanning all of the vast and glorious eras and subgenres of horror. Wow. Good and one. And this week, that era is the 80s. And the subgenre is slashers. More specifically, uh, 80s um, holiday slashers. Yes, yes. Of which there are several. Would you like me to list some of them? I mean, if you wrote that down, (laughs) go for it. Uh, We have Halloween 2 through 5, Night of the Demons, Dark Night of the Scarecrow. Those are all Halloween movies. Mm -hmm. We've got Hell Night, which is Mm -hmm. also a Halloween movie. I like Hell Night. That's a good movie. People complain about that movie being boring. I really like it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I've talked about it on yes, the show Yes, you have. Uh, Blood Rage, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Christmas, April Fool's Day, which is arguably not a holiday. Mm. Uh, 
Is, yeah, is it a holiday? I guess, right? No, it's not. It's, not it's a, a stupid fucking day. It's also that movie's fun though. No, that movie's great. Um, and Mother's Day are all '80s holiday slashers. Wow, and I'm sure there's plenty more. Yeah, there's a lot more, but those are like the the main ones. Um, wow, and thanks out, for that. Outside of that, riveting re- research. Yes. Oh, and if you're wondering why like Gremlins and other movies aren't in there, Gremlins is not a slasher. It is a monster movie. That's correct. And there's Look probably at you. some other ones. Because I had a whole bunch written down. I was like, wait a minute. These aren't <laughs> these You're aren't just naming slashers. holiday movies. Yeah, it's just yeah. written now. But um, yeah, this week we're doing uh, My Bloody Valentine, 1981. Whoop, 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 whoop. And we are very excited about it. Are um, we? I am. No, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. Uh, but first, what did you watch, friend Melissa, this week? Oh, hi. Week? That's me, friend <laughs> Melissa. Friend Melissa. So anyways, I watched two things, and we will talk about them. We should, yeah. And also... It's point of the show. Technically, this is our Valentine's episode, even yes. though it comes out afterwards. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes, happy we hope s- you... Happy Singles Awareness Day, When you everyone. get to this episode on Wednesday or whenever it releases, we hope that you had a good Valentine's Day. And if you didn't, that's okay, because it's just a government holiday created to make you waste a bunch of money on bullshit that's true <laughs> uh do you and amanda Did you celebrate? have that written down that was like no perfect. this is how i feel do you and amanda celebrate valentine's uh, day we have in the past we don't really yeah every now and again if like we have extra money and amanda gets a day off or something we'll go do something but hey like, i think she has a day off tomorrow monday yeah uh but we'll have the kids i mm-hmm. mean if like we magically like get everything we don't really observe valentine's no, day no same not really well honestly mike and i've never celebrated but this is the reason why is actually um the true story of the reason why and this involves a person but we'll just refer to that person as them as jay uh okay. you'll figure it out in a minute wait i i have in my creepy questions i have best or worst valentine's day memories oh i don't have any because i don't celebrate it oh okay but this is just the reason why okay um so mike and i've been together for like 13 years we we're like 18 19 when we met yeah whatever michael had a best friend at the time like i said we'll just refer to them as jay and okay. jay was single okay and would not let michael was like you promised you wouldn't spend valentine's day with a <sighs> date or whatever and that we would be anti-valentine's day together and like that was a thing and Michael's like, fine, you needy fucking bitch. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the reason why we never started is because um, Mike's your first, old best your first friend. first one was ruined? Yeah, it didn't matter to me because I, whatever, I was a teenager practically. But the thing is, if you're listening, Jay, I know you're not. You're a fucking Muppet for that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I said what I said. Okay. Anyways, so that's a it. A flood on of memories are coming yeah. back of just how, ugh. But... Uh, I'm digress. Let's talk about what I watched. <laughs> so I watched that person's going to show up on your front porch. one Yeah. Day and well, they, well, you. you know, they used to do that whole drive by oh, yes, like I people's remember. houses to oh. see who was hanging out without them. So maybe I remember that. Uh, okay. Well, go on. Talk, talk, talk about your movies. <laughs> bad memories. I mean, anyways, uh, I watched 2022's Deadware. D-E-A-D. I almost where? watched this the other day. Where'd you watch it on? Amazon. Amazon. It was like three dollars. Dead Oh, this is a new movie. Yeah, don't spend your money on this. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> yeah, that's why I did I put it on my uh, list of uh, new movies. Wait that for I watch. it to come out for free. <laughs> okay. Okay. In nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Remember then? You were like forty. Oh my god. Still with the old jokes. <laughs> every, You're not getting any every younger, babe. Epi- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. 
Thanks. You're, okay. you're lucky I am who I am. Anybody else would have walked off the show by now. You're so. Go on. You're so. The door's <laughs> over there. You're the worst. <laughs> you're so mean to me. You know I do it with love. Uh, I know, but, you know, but sometimes. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right, talk about Deadware, 1999. In 1999, two friends use a webcam for the first time and stumble across a mysterious browser game that may be haunted. Ooh. Okay, so it looks browser cheesy as fuck. Uh-huh. It's all on the computer, like host or whatever. There's only two people in the movie at all. Uh-huh. Two, two people. It's classic point-and-click 90s computer game stuff. So they did a good job with that. It brought so much nostalgia back. Okay. You know where you're like playing like a game and you got to like click yeah. on like doors and mm-hmm. then... Oh. That's one of the reasons I wanted to watch it because I saw like, some of the I will say the, the screenshots. best part of it. Okay. Definitely. It's only an hour and 10 minutes long, so it's not too bad. If they had a bigger budget, better acting, maybe a better idea, this would be great. <laughs> so everything. Um, so, I think the idea... So if this movie had been better, it would have <laughs> been better. <laughs> I think the idea is almost there and I do like... That's what I thought. I read the premise and I was like, that sounds kind of cool. I do like, cool. really do like this whole, like they're in this game and they're playing it and then in between some things there's like videos of like woods and it's creepy but man the acting bad bad like real bad. sorry <laughs> it just doesn't seem like realistic at all the reactions that some of these people have and by some of these people i mean there's only two people. there's only yeah yeah um, so <laughs> One honestly <of> these. <laughs> it's not a bad time filler i do sometimes enjoy those computer screen found footage films every now and then um it's yeah, short you went pretty hard on host remember that movie yeah 2021 mm. well that's 20- better than this i will say i liked that movie i know i, I think it's good but i don't i wanted a little bit more yeah, but okay. this is eh, this was like short so not bad um i wish they jumped to the spooky stuff sooner because there's a lot of ca- getting caught up banter in the beginning that you don't care about right so there is like a sl- it's an hour and 10 minutes so like get to it so yeah there's a classic jump scare ghosties from online videos you know you remember like back in the day you watch that video of like the hill and the car yeah, and then, yeah. like the ghost think- popped up they did some things like that that I thought was great because it was very nostalgic. Really. Okay, yeah. And honestly, that's the only thing really this movie had going those for it. Those weren't from like 1999 though. Yeah, we were the, a little bit older. Those were from like, like mid-2000s. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. Uh, they are, yeah. Stupid movie. Get, <laughs> get your timeline straight. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I matter. said, the movie isn't great. The acting is the most annoying. Everyone is all, oh no, I don't want to play. This is scary. <laughs> but it's literally just like a point and click video game where you don't even see much at first. Like it's just like, oh, it's like a haunted house and you got to click to get to other rooms. And this guy's like, I don't like this occult shit. Like, what are you what? talking about, buddy? <laughs> okay. It's just a game. But anyways, it does give you that nostalgic 90s point-and-click game feels. Like I said, I enjoyed that aspect. Everything else... Can fuck off. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Disappointed. Disappointed. I didn't make a thingy for any of this, so... You know, you never do. Yeah, I've given up. That's just going to be my thing, I guess. And then I (laughs) rewatched 2001's Valentine. Oh, okay. Ah, dude, I love this movie. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Have I seen it? You had to have. I think I've seen it. If I've it's if another I, Valentine's Day slasher with I, David Boreanaz in it. Anyways, five women are stalked by an unknown assailant while preparing for Valentine's Day. Or this spoiler-filled synopsis written by Tarita Saman on IMDb, which I love. So, um, yes, I'm going to read this. it. I and this. if you don't want to hear any light spoilers, switch. 
like two minutes, but it's came out in 2001. You guys should already know this movie. And it's free on Shutter, so watch I see, it. I don't remember anything from this movie. No? I've only seen it once. Okay. Valentine's Day, 1988. At the school dance, geeky Jeremy Melton bravely faces one rejection after the other when asking four popular girls to dance with him. A fifth girl, plump and insecure. Plump? Agree, yeah. That's so mean. The hard thing is she's the fat girl. Whatever. She wasn't even. She was like a little chubby. Who cares? I'm chubby. Fuck off. You're not chubby. <laughs> to me, I am. <laughs> yeah, well. A fifth girl, plump and insecure, agrees, but they end up making out under the bleachers. Ooh. When a group of school bullies catches them, the girl claims that Jeremy attacked her. This causes them to strip off his clothes and beat him up in front of the entire school. Flash forward to 2001. Wait, I've I've definitely seen yes. it because I remember yeah, that's that like the scene. Whole yes, 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 yeah. I've seen it before. We sure. meet the five girls who were in the school gym: Kate, Paige, Shelley, Lily, and the formerly plump Dorothy. <laughs> They are all in their 20s now and trying to sort out their love lives, which is appropriate since Valentine's Day is coming up. After a disastrous date with a loser, one of the girls, a pre-med student, is murdered by a cherub mask-wearing killer who sent her a death threat in the form of a Valentine's card prior to the attack. After the four remaining girls are reunited at her funeral... That's a long-ass synopsis. Yeah, I told you. It's like a storyline, really. Are reunited at her funeral, they all start receiving threatening cards and messages. At first, they don't know who would want to hurt them, but eventually they figure that maybe Jeremy is responsible. Okay. Police records show that Jeremy has completely disappeared, so no one knows what he looks like. Could the formerly nerd nerdish Jeremy have had plastic surgery and turned into one of the girl's handsome boyfriends? <laughs> Whoever it is, the lone survivor has to put a stop to the spurned individual's murder spree before she, too, becomes a valentine to die for. Ugh, Bam. That was a lot. Okay, so it's directed by Jamie Blake. Catherine Blank. Heigl's in it. David, well, yeah, Borean. Yeah, I'm getting I, there. I'm getting I've there. I've seen this before. Directed by Jamie Blanks, who directed Urban Legend. So yes. you got some of that. Um, starring Phyllis, fi Philly's finest angel, David Boreanaz. Yes. Love him. Also starring Brooke Shields, Catherine Heigl, Marley Shelton, Jessica Capshaw. Um, this is a cheese-filled early 2000 popcorn slasher. I feel like, you know, we had so many of these and they kind of hold a special place in my heart. So I loved it. And there's even a Marilyn Manson song used in the movie. <laughs> so you know how that goes. Yes. Like, uh, honestly, don't question the things that are happening. It's so some of it doesn't make sense. It's cheesy. But it's like I said, popcorn slasher with some like attempted twists and turns. The kills are great. I'm especially fond of a bow and arrow ones because I mean, like he's wearing a Cupid mask. So, of course, he's using a bow and arrow. God, why don't I remember anything from this movie? <laughs> so I have like um, one review that I'm using from JB McNamee, McNamee, whatever your name is. He said, this is a fun little whodunit. My favorite part is where they get rid of Katherine Heigl right away. <laughs> <laughs> and Benjamin said, this is a so bad it's good kind of movie in the sense that it is technically probably a terrible movie. But really, it is entertaining as all hell. It clocked in just over an hour and a half, and I didn't even come close to wanting it to end. This is the epitome of a movie about which you should never read or ex any expert critique because it is simply not to be critiqued. Just watch and enjoy. Yeah, I have a handful of movies that are like yeah. that, that. So I like, completely hey, like, agree with that. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> obviously... An Oh, yeah, no way. The, it does not have a good Rotten Tomato score, I don't think, which is whatever. But I really do enjoy this movie. It's so much fucking fun. Okay, cool. All right, Valentine. Valentine. 2001? Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. Why not? I'm drawing a blank on that movie. I've definitely seen it Oh, and what I do love, too, is like all the dudes in this movie are fucking creepy. Except yeah. for David Boreanaz. Everyone is like a slime ball. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. it's 2000s. And then, of course, 90s. like... Brooke Shields is hot and she's like in a hot tub. So 
Maybe we'll do her first movie one of these days. What was that? Alice, Sweet Alice. Oh yeah, yeah. I've reviewed that like earlier episode. I think. Really? Yeah, you a long time it? ago. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times. Wow! It's, congrats. It's pretty good. It is. That that really big big dude and his, his cats. <laughs> anyway. Yep. That's it. So, buddy, how art thou? And what did you watch? Oh yeah, I guess that would say you you were right. That was quick. I'm like I'm waiting for your next thing. I'm like, wait. I told you it was only two. Uh, you think that whole long ass Valentine description was quick? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I was kind of zoned out, to be honest. I wasn't oh, paying attention. Oh, wow. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I am great. Oh, man. I didn't really mean that. Nothing to report uh, about my week. It was pretty boring. Oh. Well, not boring, but just... Uneventful. Uneventful. Um, <laughs> and I watched two movies as well. Okay. I watched one new and one old. Wow. We are like twinsies. Twinsies. Mine's yeah. older, though. Well, you are older, so... And just as new. I watched 2022's Hellblazers. Hellblazers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it's a 2B original, and it is everything that you would think a 2B original movie would be. Hell, oh, Tony Todd. I was uh, going to watch it, this, I think. Yeah. And don't do it. Okay, gotcha. Wait for my... Please, tell yeah. us. What is this about? Uh, set in the late eight, 1980s, they say, of course, because everything's set in the late 1980s, uh, a satanic cult has a singular focus of unleashing hell on Earth with the help of an ancient mm. incantation they conjure a demon... And its members are tasked with feeding it the populace of a nearby small southwestern town. Wow. So, yeah, these cult people are, like, snatching people up and feeding it to the demon, trying to make it strong. But, dang, there's some big uh, horror names and stuff in here. There are. Meg Foster's in this uh, from Leviathan mm -hmm. and other such movies. Tony Todd is in it. Um, Todd. Tony Todd. Todd's in it. Tony Todd. For some reason, I'm from Boston now. From Boston. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Billy Zane. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Adrian Barboa. Adrian Barboa. And she plays a uh, radio host. Oh, shut up. Just like in The Fog. Great, great. Um, uh, Bruce Dern is in it. You know Bruce Dern is? Mm. He was in The Hateful Eight. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was in a movie that I used to watch all the time called Down Periscope. Have you ever seen that movie? Nope. It's really funny with Brendan. Not, yeah, um, not Brendan Fraser. <laughs> the yeah. dude who played Fraser. Gotcha. What's his name? No. Nah. What the fuck is his name? I went right out of my head. I know who you're talking about. But okay, I don't know his whatever. Name. Everyone's screaming at their yeah. their speakers right now. You don't remember his name? Yeah, this guy was in the Burbs and all that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the Burbs. He was in the Burbs. Um, but yeah, some some big names that they 100% squander. Um, mm. uh, so this is kind of my takeaway. Oh. This rips yeah. off some really good horror movies, uh, namely The Void. It does a lot of stuff The Void did. And you love that one. Uh, love Rightfully that so. It's a great yeah, movie. I love that movie so much. It completely squanders a decent B-movie monster. The monster looked pretty cool, the demon. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they put a lot of effort into the costume and the makeup of the demon. And it was awesome. It had these big gnarly horns. Oh, they I had, see. They had a whole scene where the horns were like growing and coming out. And it was just, it was cool. Oh, he's other a grower. Than, other than the fact that they used like chicken skins for like, the, yeah. this, it was very obvious. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it kills off its interesting characters and cameos like pretty quickly. It like doesn't, like Billy Zane's in it for like five seconds. Right, and in he's the beginning. a big name. And he's the cult leader. And he shows up to the right. Spoilers, ahoy, ahoy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you. this is like the first three minutes of the movie. You see Billy Zane. So mm -hmm. I'm not really spoiling anything. Um, 
But yeah, Tony Todd's in it. He has a couple lines, and then the, he has this really lame death. Oh, and, like, and he's like the cover. Like, yeah, he's on uh, the fucking yeah, cover. Yeah, he's on the cover. It's because the, the, that's the only thing that they had like going yeah. for them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty boring. Nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't like take advantage of the people that it has, or the premise that it has, mm-hmm. or the demon. It like it's almost like the movie like like steered around anything that would have made it good, like intentionally stayed away mm-hmm. and instead focused on all the things that made it bad, which was the terrible acting. There had a lot of lot of dialogue in this movie. And the dialogue was silly, nonsense, B-movie dialogue for most yeah. of it. Um, and that's like they chose to focus on these characters that we didn't like, care about. Yeah. And it just... It, I don't know. It was just really bad. Aww. The soundtrack, like sound, or the score, or whatever you want to call it, like it 100% sounded like they went to like sites where you can like subscribe and it has like all these like like um, B-roll like uh, mm-hmm. like things that you could pick out. Um, pretty, pretty, <laughs> that would be pretty sure lame. that's what they did. Um, he has very, very low budget, um, which again isn't surprising. This is a two B original. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, some of the dialogue I guess is funny in parts, but not really. Um, let me let me uh, give you an example of just how bad this movie is with this Ooh, one part. I'm here for it. Let's go. Um, so Bruce Dern, he's this like old coot, mil- like ex military dude. Mm-hmm. He was served in Vietnam. He's like a vet. Um, and he, he's the first one that know that sees the cult members doing stuff. And so he sets his yard up with all these booby traps <laughs> and he like waits for them to come get him. And he's just sitting out in his yard, like, and the cult leaders and he's like calling them out. He's like, yeah, come get me. And they're kind of like looking at each other like, all right. <laughs> and the one cult, le- cult dude starts coming towards him. Don't mind if I do. And steps on a mine <laughs> oh, that he had. But this, this was, hol- I was so confused and then I immediately, once I realized like what was happening, I was like, oh, they don't have enough money for this. So this is what they did. He steps on a mine and from, from the, the like left-hand side of the screen comes like all this black smoke <laughs> like blows in. Yeah. Like, and, and he like falls over and he's dead. And I'm like, what, what, the, fuck, what the fuck was that? The explosion should have came from his feet. Why did it come? And that's when I realized like, that's probably all they could afford. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do anything. And then it happened again on the other side of the screen with the other cult member coming. He's walking and like he steps on a, another mine of black smoke. Like no explosion, no fire, no flames, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Just black smoke like pours in from the, the edge of the screen and he falls over. It was it was it was pretty funny. Like I laughed, but um that definitely was not the intention. Yeah. And then the other cult leader like not cult leader, cult member Starts walking towards him and like right before he gets to Bruce Turn, he steps on a bear trap. <laughs> and like doesn't do love a bear trap. Doesn't scream or like like wince or anything. He's it's just like, like it just like kinda looks at his leg and they've got face coverings and stuff, mm-hmm. so you can't see their face, but like he's like trying to get out. And Bruce <laughs> this this doesn't make any sense at all. Bruce Turn reveals that he has two grenades in his hands and he's like, I got you, you motherfucker, or whatever he says, and he like grabs the cult leader or a cult member, and, like, blows them both up. What? <laughs> Why? Like, you didn't have to do that, man. You, you had just him, tossed it to yeah, him. You had him caught in a your bear trap. It didn't oh. make any sense. Wow, it was, how admirable. But there's a lot of stuff like that in this movie where it's just, like, weird. Like, mm-hmm. Tony Todd did not have to die at all. He, like, sends everybody ahead of him. He's like, go, go. I'll stay back. And, like, closes the door and, like, mm-hmm. fights these. Ed was stupid. Um... 
Yeah. Outside of the demon looking pretty cool, uh, this movie really had nothing going for it Aww. at all. And I read that a lot of people thought it was campy fun. And kudos to you if you found this fun. I found it dull I feel like and boring. The, I didn't find it fun at all. The reviews are like weirdly biased because I see like later reviews that are saying like, um, like I don't know what those people are thinking. This movie, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they're related to like production because I've noticed people doing maybe. That. Yeah, that could be a people that worked on the movie like go in and like flood everything with positive mm-hmm. reviews. I could definitely see that happening. Um, but this movie, I didn't find it fun at all. I, I just and like I'm usually up for this sort of thing, like mm-hmm. I I put I picked this one over a, f- a few other newer movies because I was in the mood for something like this. So I was like, oh, I, I haven't watched any trash here <laughs> in a little bit, and like a week is a bit for me. <laughs> like, That's true. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll watch this, and I was in the mood for it. I'm down for this sort of thing, and I didn't even like it. So that should tell you a lot about this movie. Yeah uh hellblazers blazes a trail <laughs> uh around any semblance of a good movie <laughs> that, was, that one wasn't really that yeah, great. it was good enough it was all right Bla- i couldn't think of anything to do with blaze <laughs> hellblazer blazes shit <laughs> uh yeah i didn't like it avoid if uh you think that you'll agree with anything i just said fair <laughs> fair my brain is misfiring again today. It's Sunday. There's yeah. snow on the ground. I know. I don't know what's happening. Snow in New Jersey. It's becoming a rare, a more and more rare occurrence. That's Have you fair. noticed that? Wow. That's fair. That is fair. No, wow. it's not fair. I want snow. Do you? Remember back in the 90s, we had like three blizzards a year. Oh, man. I remember that one big blizzard in the 90s. 93? Was, like, was it Three. There was one in 93, but you would have been... It was in 96. There was another one in 96 or 97. 96, I think, is the one I'm thinking of, or 97. I remember that one. Yeah, that one was huge. I remember the snow coming up to like my chest in, in some of the drifts. Mm-hmm. We had off. We had a week off of school because of it. They shut yeah. everything down. It was amazing. That hasn't happened since then, has it? I We've had some so. big snowstorms. I think the last really big one that I remember is the one where I got my... Uh, my um, what the hell was the name of my old car? The Nissan started with a V. You don't I, I Versa. Ver, my Versa. Oh, buddy. My brain is not working today. I know. Like I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about right now. Uh, what else did you <laughs> when want? I, when I my Versa ca- caught in the snow. Uh, Do you yeah. remember that? Uh, I remember something like that. You yeah. were with my. I don't think you were around. No. We had like boys night in I like do the, remember, the basement yeah. mm-hmm. we bought like a 36 pack of rolling rock yeah. oh yeah and drank all of it but weren't at all drunk were you you and amanda weren't were you guys together then we had just gotten back together oh yeah i just remember that one night where you had that rolling rock box on your head and i was like <laughs> no not that, that i know no, that was a that wasn't a rolling rock box it that was, was um the box is green though it was it was heineken yeah i just remember that night in the kitchen yeah that was fun and was, was like, it nick there N- it could have been i don't old know old co-worker nick yeah remember yeah because we were playing beer pong yeah and oh, we were, i thought ed was we, there for a reason we named our team the shockers Petrowski. who wasn't he there no we were no, sending ed, him messages no. on like facebook or something something like that <laughs> so I don't stupid know. yeah oh those were the days oh, to be young mike's parents were out of town we were smoking in the kitchen they didn't care <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <what else did laughs> you want? this is like memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. This is nostalgia day. It is. Um, the second movie I watched is a gem of a movie. Apparently, it's uh, 
It's out on Tubi now, but before it was Tubi on now. Tubi, apparently it was like really hard to get, really hard to watch. Because um, I read, I read a couple of reviews that said like, "Oh, this is a rare movie. Like it's a, it's a, it's a gem from 1991 called Highway to Hell." Oh. And eloping bride is taken into hell, and her fiance must pursue. That is the most bare bones synopsis Wait, I have ever read. This doesn't have Ben Stiller in it. It does. Oh my. Yeah, very, very young Ben Stiller. And his daddy. And Jerry Stiller's in it, yes. For I don't know why they listed them as such. I guess just because they got, they, you know, Jerry Stiller, I think, was popular at the time. Yes, but yes. Ben Stiller was still kind of mostly unknown in 1991, wasn't he? I have no idea. I don't even yeah, know I don't really who he know is either. now. Ben Stiller? I'm just kidding. Zoolander? Yes. How dare you? <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Meet the Fockers? Meet the Fockers. I, I actually don't like that movie. It's annoying. I like the first one. Um... But yeah, uh, no, I don't think he was an unknown because he was in like Billy Madison and shit mm-hmm. around this time. He was he was on the way up, I think. Yeah, moving on Maybe. up. Um. Anyway, yeah, and a looping bride is taking it. Okay, so basically, what happens is this 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 couple, uh, who are in their very early twenties, mm-hmm. are eloping and they're driving, and they stop at a gas station, and this guy is like, "Okay, if you keep driving, uh, just don't stop between the two Joshua trees." Mm-hmm um and he's like the kid's not listening he's like all right whatever and they drive and he falls asleep and they pass one joshua tree and he stops because he's asleep yeah and then hell cop shows up which is hell cop is uh the cop of hell (laughs) he shows up from hell cg cj graham who plays jason Voorhees. is that him plays hell cop i didn't even look at that so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um yeah he shows up sergeant bedlam hell cop Oh, I didn't look anything, any of this stuff up. Well, I'm looking at it now, so I'm helping. Go on. <laughs> Sergeant Bedlam. That's awesome. Yeah, right. They just call him Hellcop in the movie. Yeah, it says, and then, comma, Hellcop, so. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember anyone referring to him as Bedlam. Um, they just called him Hellcop. But he's got all this gnarly, like, writing all over his face. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, have you ever seen Blood Creek? Blood Creek. With Blood um, Creek. Michael Fassbender. It's a great movie. Blood Creek? Yeah, this Nazi... Huh. finds this ta- like so. this um this artifact oh, i know what you're talking about yeah finds this artifact that makes him like invincible oh, Michael Fassbender, and like yeah. like uh immortal mm-hmm. anyway it's kind of like that but it's like it's like dense it's like indented all over his face okay. and like all, like and he's wearing these crazy gnarly glasses and he's bald and he looks crazy and I, he popped up on instagram and i saw it i was like highway to hell i have to watch this movie like it looks crazy and it is bananas Oh, I see. Yeah, he looks. Oh, so, yeah, so I was saying, Hellcop. Hellcop yeah. shows up and takes this girl because apparently, um, Hellcop likes to take uh, young, pretty virgins, and he brings them to. She's s- a virgin. Yeah, he brings them. He brings them to Satan for, as like potential brides. Wait, I think I've seen some of this. Have you? Yeah, well, look like, at these pictures, and they're like very back familiar. in the day. Oh yeah, this yeah. is like a weird thing. I think I came across once. You might have. Um. But yeah, so she gets taken and um, her fiance goes to the old gas station dude and Mm -hmm. he explains everything. And he's like, here's how you get there. You got to drive at the speed, kind of like Back to the Future. He's like, and you have to believe. Mm -hmm. And he drives and he finally gets to hell and he's got to find her. And along the way, we meet a lot of zany characters and like a lot of uh, cool effects. Um, I definitely think I've seen this. Yeah, it's it's super fun. It's really I remember Gilbert Gilbert Godfrey in this. Yes, as yeah. as uh, fucking Hitler. As Hitler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ben Stiller plays this uh, cook mm-hmm. at a diner, but he mm-hmm. also plays Attila the Hun. Mm-hmm. Um, the, his little part as the as the uh, the cook at the diner is hilarious. 
he's like being really goofy and like dumb mm-hmm. and it's just really funny oh man i want to rewatch this like asap oh dude it's so great i loved this movie so much it's super goofy it's mm-hmm. super imaginative um there's a lot of car chases like i said there's a ton of zany ass characters uh nostalgia inducing effects of makeup bad puns and like a lot of visual gags think like hot shots mm-hmm. um and just like a really really good time of a movie this movie never slows down it never stops throwing like like i said puns and visual gags and like action and like all the stuff at you it never slows down like not once mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's super entertaining. Um, so yeah, I loved it so much. Uh, there's a gnarly looking sex demon scene. Oh. Hell Cop is fucking shit up like all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like shootouts. Um, we meet Satan at one point. He's a lot of fun at the end. And uh, yeah, I just loved it. Here's some of the some of the terrible puns, like the hell puns. Um, my fa- my absolute favorite was. Uh, there was a uh, a good intentions pavement company. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that saying? The road to hell is paved yeah. with good intentions. Yeah. So it was a good intention. Uh, it's a funny, good yeah. intentions gotcha. paved, and they had this line of people walking up to this thing, like a kind of like a wood chipper. Mm-hmm. And when they were in line, they were saying all these things. I can't remember for the life of me like any of the ones that they said. They're, they're basically saying like, "I did this horrible thing for a good reason. Like I did it. I did it because I, I was trying to help someone." Mm-hmm. And they're walking up and they go into the wood chipper thing, and the the road is being paved mm-hmm. with like their body parts. Uh. It was hilarious. I thought it was great. Very uh, airplane hot shots kind of shit. Um, <laughs> there's a bumper sticker that says Pontius is my co-pilot. Do you know who Pontius Pilate is? No, explain that to He's me. He's responsible for the, well, sort of responsible for the death of Jesus. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have gotten that. Okay. Uh, the AAA is uh, Anarchy, Apocalypse, and Annihilation. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's a Satanic Mechanic. Oh. So, like, it's just, yes. it's just all sorts of this shit all throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. This is great. Yeah, it's a it's a really fantastic. Because I got the movie. pictures, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I like I started watching it just from the opening credits, um, which was like a postcard and like, and the the names of the, all the cast and the crew and stuff are like zooming in, mm-hmm. like kind of goofily up to the up to the screen. From that point, like from the very beginning, I knew what this movie was gonna be, and I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this is. This is like the '90s movies that we used to, you know. Oh my gosh, I remember the like low budget. Yeah, yeah. So, so great. So much nostalgia watching this. Oh my god, I'm gonna rewatch this. I miss movies like this so much. Yeah, I definitely watched this as a kid. Yeah, like, you would have seen. Yeah, I saw this as a kid. I think I, I don't if, know what it was on. I know that I've never seen it, but everything about it felt so familiar yeah. because this is what I grew up watching. Was, oh no, was stuff like this. this, and not just like horror comedies, yeah. but like just the style and the feel of the like this type of '90s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, awesome. Christy Swanson mm-hmm. is the main character, um, the virgin that gets stolen, the fiance. Uh, she was the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer yep, yep. Uh, in the actual movie. She was in Big Daddy, Hot Shots, mm-hmm. uh, Deadly Friend, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She was very popular back then. Yes. She's gorgeous. Um, yeah, you already said Gilbert Godfrey plays. I already talked about Ben Stiller and everybody. Mm-hmm. You ruined that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got to check out this movie. I'm, I guarantee you, you'll love it. It's so much fun and so goofy and over-the-top nonsense. You have to. You definitely have to turn your brain off, though. Like mm-hmm. this is not a thinker mm-hmm. type movie. There's no themes here. There's no like. This is just a good time movie, and there's a lot of it that 
doesn't really make any sense at all. Like, there's really no rules. There's people that are alive in hell for some reason, and hell is like a real place, and not everyone's dead, and there's multiple... La- it, it didn't make any sense, um, but I really did not care at all. I thought it was awesome. So, get yourself on the highway to a kick-ass fun time and watch <laughs> Highway to Hell. The toll is free on Tubi. Ha, that was a pretty good one. Wow. <laughs> you did that. I did. I did it. Yay. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, Go watch definitely, it. definitely. Super fun. Cool. So, cool. cool what time stuff. is it now? It's time to come <laughs> into Mel's book club. Book club. Please, come in. Take a seat this by the fire. This always gets really awkward. Look out the window. <laughs> it's snowing. It is, but not in the book club. <laughs> okay. It's ashes. It's, it's so <laughs> The world is burning around you. And the only thing you can do... I don't like this book club. <laughs> Is listen to me tell you about this book that I read. This is my new favorite part of the show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for coming to the Boo Club. Um, we <laughs> I love how that never make any sense. <laughs> I just winged out. Oh, that's know the what best. No, please don't ever stop doing that. <laughs> okay. I think last time you had us like taking off all our clothes. Yes. Do you want to do that this time? No. <laughs> I like the ashes and the burning <laughs> this time. But that inspires you. Your pants are off. What? Where'd they go? Oh, who cares? Throw them out the window. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, I'm am I? Die laughing. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> so mean. Okay, so I read The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay, 2018. I feel like you've read a lot by this guy. Yeah, he's like a notorious horror author, but this book is not. It's very disappointing. And let me read you this review that I completely agree with. And um, we'll try to keep it spoiler free. So, and it will tell you like a little bit about what it is and how we feel and why we're a bit let down here. So reviewer Mike Hicks, he wrote this very detailed review that I completely agree with. And I'm so sorry if it offends anyone who's a diehard Tremblay fan. I mean, his other book, Head Full of Ghosts, is really good. So, you know, this is just how I feel about this one Wait, did you talk about Head Full of Ghosts? I have not. Uh, I don't think so. One you did. But it's a good book, so I do recommend that. But <clears throat> The Cabin <laughs> at the End of the World has a fantastic premise at its core. And if this story has been had been a novella or a 90-minute movie, I likely would have enjoyed it a whole lot more. Instead, Trembley stuffs and stretches a simple yet awesome idea into a full-length novel that's both padded and repetitive to a frustrating degree. Without spoiling things, The Cabin at the End of the World is a home invasion novel with apocalyptic overtones. Andrew and Eric and their adopted Chinese daughter, Wen, are trapped inside the ca- their cabin surrounded by four individuals who may or may not be totally insane Hmm, that sounds like fun it does but (laughs) listen to this (laughs) to kick things off we're first introduced to wen in a much too long opening chapter that sees her collecting grasshoppers before meeting the strange and large leonard the leader of the group of the intruders the second chapter involves a very protracted round of let us in no we won't let you in (laughs) round robin between the intruders and and andrew Uh and eric you discover pretty quickly that tremblay only has a couple ideas with which to prop up the cabin at the end of the world, and a whole lot of pages are spent with repetitive dialogue as the characters go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth some more, arguing the same freaking points over and over and over and over and over and over in elaborate fashion. These back and forths exhausting, not for the characters, oh no, not at all, but for the readers. 
These characters spend nearly 300 pages arguing endlessly around a you must do this. No, we will never do that premise. Ugh. It's fucking tiring. You know what it almost sounds like? Do you remember? Um, this is reminding me of the tall in the in the tall grass. Yes. Do you remember that whole like it was like seriously it was like 15 minutes. Yeah. Of them calling each other's names and like climbing up and like looking at things. Also, because that's like a short story. Yeah. It's not like a full length book, and they just did too much. Well, it sounds like it, it has the same problem. Yeah. Like it had it had as this idea, but it didn't have enough mm-hmm. of an idea. Yeah. This. Is, so you yeah, just had they just it. filled it with like uh we'll do more of this. Yeah. 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 So that's that's, that's this too, yeah. Yeah, that's that's why it reminded me of. Yep. Well, it's fucking tiring. That it further it's further padded with excruciating details about every freaking bit of furniture and blanket in the house helps not a whit. Thankfully, these pointless circular exchanges are punctuated with some truly well-drawn moments of violence and sequences of events that call into question the nature of this book's scenario as a whole. Unfortunately, Tremblay refuses to take a stand in regards to how much of his scenario is legitimate versus some of these characters simply being buck bug fuck crazy. Bug fuck. That's what he cra- says. You never is know. He from the UK. I don't. That sounds like mm-hmm. a British term. Bug, you never fuck, know crazy. if the demands being placed upon Andrew and Eric have any sort of real meaning or not. And Tremblay argues both sides effectively, but ultimately waffles on the credibility of the premise in order to be uber mysterioso seriously he wants his story to be both incredible and credulous simultaneously refusing to pick a side ultimately this book comes of a more like a choose your own adventure as told by a high school debate club all bet one armed with some wicked homemade weaponry in terms of home invasion horrors the cabin at the end of the wood world i don't even know what i'm saying anymore the cabin (laughs) at the end of the world has an excellent killer premise in terms of execution home invasion horror has been done far better in books like jack ketchum's off season and brett mcbean's the invasion or you could just save a few days entirely read something else and pop in a blu-ray copy of the strangers bam bam so i agree 100 percent. there's just not enough there's like nothing going on it's just back and forth back and forth and he does this thing where he wants to be what's the word and where you don't like it's up to the reader to like decide if it's real or not or if the apocalypse is happening or not you know like he's trying to be like okay ambiguous is that the word no kind of like 10 cloverfield lane mm-hmm. where you're not sure yeah. what the guy's yeah I mean, it but like a, at least with 10 cloverfield lane when you go outside yeah we find out that it was but yeah. this it just ends they never tell you whether or not no <laughs> So there you go. Thank you for coming to my book club. Please put your pants back on <laughs> and exit through the door, not the window, <laughs> the ashes. All right. So bug fuck, uh, crazy, manic, insane, out of control, generally messed up. <laughs> but we also have bug fucker. Yeah. Person don't. with an extremely small dick. Ooh. Is that you? Needle dicked bug fucker <laughs> is my new favorite thing to say well mike and i have been calling people fucking muppets that's like our new insult yeah i noticed that i almost said something and i was like muppet yeah i read it in like a book is like a scottish book and i was like yeah i like that i'm doing that or it was like irish i don't know okay well i like needle dicked bug fucker that's too many words nah all right well make sure you use it in a sentence once a day i need Wait, a report what's this bug fuckity these kids are driving me bug fuckity <laughs> this is great it's gotta be you're like, gonna use that right because you have kids uh, if i remember but I'm not going to use it in front of my kids. Yeah, uh-huh, fuck them. Just kidding. Oh, oh, because of my kids. I see what you mean. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go bug fuckity because of them. Oh, God. And we learn all sorts of cool things on this show. All right, you want to get into... Oh, well, you got to drop your links again. Uh, we redid it last week, and I was on the wrong input. You didn't 
It didn't record. All right, well, let me find. It my... recorded your voice from my microphone, so it sounds like you're really far away. Oh, fuck. Where were my notes? Where are my notes? What did we do last time? Anyway. Okay. No, uh, nobody needs to listen to this. <coughs> uh, we will be right back. Melissa's going to drop some links, and then we'll get into my bloody Valentine. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Hey freaks! First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. This is this is the trailer for My Bloody Valentine uh, behind the scenes that took like 20 minutes Jeez, to yeah. do. time this time of year how many times is he gonna tell this story don't let him tell it i love fairy tales this ain't no fairy tale little girl this is a bitch this ain't no fairy tale bitch you're a fool (laughs) (laughs) oh howard the first valentine's dance in 20 years oh something special Look, Flanders, you've got to get a lot of exercise if you're going to grapple with Gretchen. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah? Well, I got a Valentine for her that she's never going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dick. <laughs> In this town, yeah, there he is. everybody loses their heart. Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> Meatball, we were just having fun. One is dead. No fun allowed. And so are you. It can't be happening again. It can't be happening again. Harry Warden's gonna get ya. It looks like Harry Warden's back in town. This is so weird hearing my last name all throughout this movie. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Really? Yeah, I totally forgot. (laughs) I forgot my last name? Yeah. It's your grandpa. It's Grandpa Warden. <laughs> he was very hairy. In the town of Valentine Plus, <laughs> there are many ways to die. And now he's dead. <laughs> Take your pick. Take your pick. My bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine. All right, pickaxe, pick, pickaxe. Uh, pick oh my God, buddy! Pickaxe us in the heart. Why is pickaxe <laughs> such a hard thing to say? I don't know. In the but heart, with doesn't that like synopsis. It. Okay. Pickaxe. A decade-old folk oh, man, tale. This People are gonna think we're like missing brain cells. We are. We are. A decade-old folk tale surrounding a deranged murderer killing those who celebrate Valentine's Day turns out to be true to legend when a group defies the killer's orders and people start turning up dead. Yes, indeed. I mean, sort of. What do you mean? 
It says, turns out to be true to legend. Uh, no spoilers. I'm just saying. No spoilers. Uh, okay, let's go. You're getting into spoilers. Oh, boy. Your initial thoughts, Melissa. All right. I've seen this movie a bunch of times. You know, I love a slasher, bunch obviously. Yeah. Um, and I love this movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, creative. I like the twists and turns here. Uh, I like the kills are wonderful. Even Dude, if you don't see them all on screen, they're wonderful. Oh yeah, I'll t- I guess I'll. There's a lot to love that. about this. <laughs> There's a lot to love about this movie, and and I like what they're going for. So initial thoughts, this is fun. Watch it. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna take it a little bit further than you yes, do. Yes, pl- well, you're smart. This is. I say movie good. <laughs> you say movie good. This is basically a perfect slasher. In my opinion, I That's I, fair. I find really nothing. I have very little fault with this movie. Okay. Other than some character, some things that they did with certain characters, I wasn't really that into. Um, but I've also seen this a couple of times. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's really I really really like this movie a lot. Um, uh, the kills are all super gory and inventive mm-hmm. and gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters are all likable for the most part. Mm-hmm. I like just about. Oh, every they have character. great camaraderie. Yeah. They all seem like they just really get along. Yeah, and, and they're, they're funny and, and they're well written and mm-hmm. um uh. And for an 80s slasher, this is surprisingly well acted and like well thought out. And like, this is, you know, I I like my 80s slashers to have bad dialogue and to, you know, have Mm -hmm. bad acting and stuff. That stuff's Mm -hmm. fun. Um, But I also like it when it's a legit good movie. Like, this is a legitimate, like, not very cheesy, like, really good slasher. It's a really good Mm -hmm. time. Um, Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite slashers no it's a great choice yeah I think it's, it's it's way up there um the killer's design is awesome as you mentioned there's some pretty good twists in this mm-hmm. movie yeah oh excuse me um yeah i don't i i find really no fault with this movie okay. other than like other than a couple, a couple things, things that i have, have but uh this is like this is like four out of five stars for me this is like a really really good movie i absolutely agree i think it's fantastic i love the setting you know it's in canada we don't get a ton of like canadian horror movies no i guess we don't eh like a, i mean we have some hey sorry about that <laughs> all right um all right yeah i think that's it i i really like this movie i like the killer a lot i like yeah. the design it's scary um definitely yeah. i think it's great cool great movie yeah. highly recommend all right spoilers all right, we're, done. Ahoy, <laughs> oh, we're done see you guys later Spoilers ahoy hoy. Oh boy boy. Uh, let's do some frightening facts. Frightening facts. <laughs> yes. No no one could see you do I that. I know, that's okay, but you can. One of these years we're gonna start recording. Uh, I usually uh, look busted when we record. What? I look good now, but usually I'm looking like a, a hobo. So like well, you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to fix that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to drop some pounds because I'm not no, gonna be able to why? F- I'm not gonna fit on the camera. Stop it. <laughs> you're beautiful the way you are. Yeah, and right. you're working on it, so we're all proud of you. I am kinda working on it. Hey, although, take it, although today I'm cheating take it hardcore. Take a step at a time. And you're entitled to cheat days. Don't. Like not having a cheat day is like the worst thing because. Yeah, no, really you and Mike, you and Mike were getting on me the other day. Like, don't take it so seriously. Don't go so hard. That's why you yeah, quit. And it you're, is. You're 100% right. And I'm not. I'm taking it like one day at a time. If I don't yeah. feel like doing it on a day, I'll be, I'll just like forgive myself. Yes. You're allowed to take a day off. But I find that I'm slowly getting into it, like more and more Good. and more. Like I'm going to the gym more and more. I'm eating healthier more and more. So no, that's great. So we're we're supporting you. We're proud of you. Whatever you need. Thanks, guys. Um, all right, let me do crew and cast. Uh, we're in frightening facts territory now. George yeah. <laughs> Mahalka, 
Uh, it was written by George Mahalka and Stephen A. Miller. Uh, who was this directed by? George, <laughs> Why? George Mahalka is the director as well. Oh, directed by. Oh, it just says, okay, I missed that. It was, it's written really weird. I copied and pasted it. Mm. Sorry, my bad. Yes, yeah, directed and written by George Mahalka and written by Stephen A. Miller and John Beard. <laughs> That's a, my goodness. I'm just going to say Beard. There's like three vowels in a row there. I don't know how they want me to pronounce that. B E A I R D. Beard. 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 I, I don't know. Uh, and now the cast. This starred some people, and you're gonna hear about them. Oh, tell us right more. now. In credits order verified as complete. Uh, Paul Kelman. You just saying things now. Lori. No, it's written there. It's right there. <laughs> Paul Kelman as uh, the main character. T J. Lori Hallier. Hallier. Um, the first time you saw this, did you think that TJ was going to be the killer? Uh, a little bit. It was the ascot. It was, the, it was a, the ascot. He yes. ascot well, he always had like a, uh, a bandana of some sort yeah. of on his wrist. I dug his style though. I, uh, I, I love the style of everybody. Those hats, those mustaches, y'all. It was great. Harmonica duos. Let's go. Yeah, the harmonica part. <laughs> yes. I also There's liked. so much to love. I liked a lot of the 80s get-ups in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I especially liked TJ's. I was like, I'm going to start dressing like TJ. All right. Ascot it up. Ascot. Yep. It's not really an ascot. Well, it was, he had it like, was a, like a bandana. It was like a scarf. Was it? It had, was like a I pattern. thought it was just a straight up bandana no, wrapped around his neck. It was cute though, but. And his shirt's all like yeah. unbuttoned down oh, to it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Daddy. Um, Lori Hallier, <laughs> Neil Affleck, Keith Knight, Alf Humphreys, Cynthia Dale, Helen Udi, Rob Stein nose itches wow tell mm. us more uh thomas kovacs terry waterland carl marat who even are these people jim murkison gina dick peter cowper dan franks patricia hamilton um larry reynolds jack van evera jeff banks pat hemingway and i'm done max supervisor one supervised yeah no these people were like hardly in the movie oh dang all right. Uh, you have some facts for us? Yes, I do. Let me tell you. Okay. In an interview with TerraTrap.com, never heard of that. TerraTrap. That's probably old. Yeah. Director George, uh, George, that guy, said that the shooting location at Sydney Mines, Nova Scotia, was chosen because of its rustic atmosphere appearance. However, when the locals found out that a movie was to be shot there, they decided to spend $50,000 to have the mine painted and cleaned. This, of course, diminished the reason that the production wanted the location to begin with. So Mahalka said that $75,000 of the film's budget was then used to return the mine to its original state for shooting. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking uh, a little bit about this before Canadians, we started. Canadians, man. It's only, only Is it solely about a dirty mind, <laughs> eh? What? That was uh, British. <laughs> There's British Canadians. That's, French that was Canadians. the worst Canadian accent ever. <laughs> you should ever. hear my, all of my accents. My, British, not, uh, my intentional British accent sounds like a southern accent. It does. So yeah, you're really like. not good at accents. Hey, sorry, boot that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. If our Canadian listener, uh, I'm sorry about we're annihilating your beautiful, <laughs> adorable accent. Yes. Sorry, Abu. <laughs> that's what I meant. Like I, I, I haven't. I was. I guess I never realized. Before, I knew this movie was from Canada, but like I, I don't know. It hit me different this time when I was listening. I was like, oh man, you really like these accents are really heavy Canadian accents. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're fun. Yeah, and so, but you know, like Canadians are notoriously known as nice people. As apparently. nice people, people that would 
clean up their minds yeah. before, <laughs> before so, film crew came in. Which is crazy. Um, also, according to makeup effects artist Thomas R. Berman, one of the gory creations was realistic enough that the director threw up at the sight of it. I wonder which one that was. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's some good gross ones, but like to throw up right it at the sight of it. It couldn't have been happy it had with to the be eyeball. Mabel. Maybe. maybe. That, did that look realistic, though? It looked gross. It looked gross. Yeah. yeah. Maybe gross enough. Huh, I, I, I wonder which one it was. Yeah, they don't give you more. I wish I knew. Yep. The MPAA, whatever that is, cut more than five minutes out of the film before it came out, mostly because the movie was released shortly after John Lennon died and there was a major backlash against violent movies. Okay, I want to say something about that. I was telling you about this before. I, I watched a version of this movie is on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm watching after the first, after the second or third kill, I think it was after Mabel dies, um, I noticed that they were like, like they showed Mabel, yeah. you know, she falls out of the, the dryer. Mm-hmm. And it was like a split second. And I haven't seen this movie in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I actually think I watched it last Valentine's Day. As um, you should. I don't, rem- I don't think I talked about it, though. No, I don't think so. Um, probably because I was like, well, we're eventually going to do this movie because mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Uh, but I, I remember I was like, what are they doing? They, they, like, they, they showed her real quick and then they skipped to the sheriff like talking to somebody. I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Like, no, he stands there and watches uh, yeah. her spin in the dryer. I remember. I felt like I was going crazy. I was like, am I misremembering yeah, you this, got this movie? Version. Um, and then, yeah, the beginning where, in the very beginning where he pushes the girl with the, val- the, mm-hmm. the heart tattoo, he pushes her onto the, the pickaxe mm-hmm. and then they cut away. And I was like, no, I distinctly remember seeing the pickaxe go through her mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I then I realized I was watching this edited version mm. that they cut out who, all. Who does that? I don't know, man. Who even makes an edited version? So I immediately turned it off and went to Amazon because I don't have this on Blu-ray yet. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'll fix that probably this week. That's fair. My my Blu-ray collection is slowly growing. I started collecting Blu-rays last year. Yeah, you mentioned it. We're yeah. all uh, interested and can't wait to see about your next uh, mystery Blu-ray box. Oh, yeah. I talked about that. Uh, but anyway, go mm-hmm. ahead. That's all I got. That's all you have? Yeah. I'm the one giving all the facts here. That's true. I mean, except Quentin Tarantino has named this movie as his all-time favorite slasher film. I don't blame him. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. All right. That's it. You know, me. I don't think I've ever picked, like, my favorite slasher. We know which mine is, so what mine is, but... I wonder if it's this one. I really, really like Blood Rage, though. Yeah, it's a good that one. That movie, oh. I fucking so that's I how look, crazy it is it's so perfect i look forward to thanksgiving because of that movie like every year mm-hmm. now that movie is so great i have to think about it. i don't know what my favorite slasher is it has to be from the 80s yeah it's you come on yeah it, maybe it's this i love this movie a lot well, think on it we're all waiting for an answer <laughs> by next episode <laughs> it's maybe. hard there's some good ones there's some really the good ones, yeah. yeah i know scream is up there well, I, that's I like my favorite i like scream a lot wait you don't I know what you did last summer is not your favorite. I hate that movie. I know, Shut up. I think it was so stupid. Amanda put it on when we were hanging out last time and I was like, you know your husband doesn't like this movie, right? And she was probably like, yeah, that's why I'm turning it on <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, TJ's car is a 1968 Chevy Camaro and it fucking yeah. rocks. That car Very is nice. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look closely when the cast drives by the Valentine's Bluff sign towards the beginning of the movie, TJ's green Camaro appears to be being flat-toed behind the pickup truck he is supposed to be racing. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thanks for that. The pickup, tr- the pickup truck he is supposed to be racing. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that either. Did, is that in the movie? Was he racing someone in the movie? I don't remember that. No. He didn't race it. I don't, I don't know what that one. I don't think that one's right. 
Uh, according to director George Mahalka, the actors and extras playing minors in the group shower scene were genuinely hey, naked, yeah. even though they were filmed from the chest up. Good for them. Uh, Dedicated s- to the job. Dicks out for My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> T- picks out, dicks out. Axe <laughs> hey. picks out, dicks out. Oh, <laughs> man. Our last movie was uh, late right. Chicks with Picks. And now we picks. got Dicks with Picks. Now we got Dicks with Picks. <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love it. Maybe we should do a movie next week where we don't descend into anything. How's that? Oh, I didn't even realize <laughs> that we did The Descent, which is into caves. And then, yeah, yeah we're doing uh, Bloody Valentine, which, which is, is a mine, d- yeah. Descent into the Mines. Which I was even going to make the point that this movie is like kind of claustrophobic, like there towards you go. the end. And I think I said the word claustrophobic at least twenty times last episode. Yeah, so stop saying it now. I did not like last episode. No, yeah, I felt like I did. A, I did a poor job. It was fine. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was listeners, bad. tell us what you thought of last episode. Like, suck. Chuck's an asshole. <laughs> no, we well, do that. Well, <laughs> I mean that. that's true, but your show's still good. Uh, anyway, I, are we done with Friday facts? We are. Let's move I on. I want to talk about what's to like. Yes. So you go first. I will. You I'll try not it. to steal all the thunders. Okay. So I love <laughs> the opening credit scene. Hell yeah. I, I'm like not even just because he like kills her with that like scoops her up, puts her on the pickaxe. Yeah. But like I laughed. I don't know why I giggle so hard when she's stroking the gas <laughs> yes, mask hose yes. thingy she's before like, being killed. She's I literally like, like left like let out a chuckle. I was like, oh. a chortle? A chortle. You chortled? I chortled. Holy shit. Yeah. There's a lot of chortling and you know. That <laughs> it scene. is really funny. She's like. And the music is like playing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, I think I uh, got the right movie. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So I love that scene. I love the opening. It's kind of hot too. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go with that. Her eyeshadow, man. Sorry. That green eyeshadow. Is really I know. I thought me. she was very pretty. I mean, she's pretty. Yeah. I just, the, the eyeshadow fashion of the early 80s. Bit. I love how, how, mm. how the breathing intensifies yeah. when he sees the heart. He's like, no, <laughs> a heart. <laughs> what a heart. That was it. <laughs> Anyways, the total Benny Hill-esque scene of them leaving after their shower oh, and running so around with that yeah. banjo music playing. I know like they were like, the director said they were really serious about like picking the score for certain scenes and like each kill. Like I think he said he tried to do something different like towards that scene. Really? Which is really cool. Um, Except for that last song, but we'll get back to that. Oh, I'll talk about the last song. But anyways, it's like, weird because the score in this doesn't really stand out to me. It doesn't, not all. to me, but like that's just what I was reading, like so what it's he inter- said. It's so interesting. He tried. Yeah, it's interesting that he put so much thought into it. Yeah, uh, he the did. score is probably I mean, it's fine. Like I don't have a problem with the score, but it's probably the only thing in this movie that doesn't stand out to me. Yeah. It's like if this would have had like a kick ass score, like it it would have been over the top. Like yeah. this is the best slasher ever. No, I, I agree. Made. But he did intend, he tried. Oh, so oh. kudos to him. It wasn't he bad. Thought everything out. Yeah, I didn't really notice the difference mm. except for the Benny Hill esque scene yeah. where they're like running around. It really just kind of like sped up and it's kind of funny. Yeah. No, that's really funny. And the one dude, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I, I always forget his name. You got TJ. The dude you with got the mustache. BJ. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name Ho- either. Horace. Horace. That's a perfect name. Um, he, his pants are falling down. Yeah, his other yeah. friend is like pulling, trying to pull him down. Like he'd stop him. From it going. seems like they had like great like. Oh yeah, they probably had camaraderie. A blast. And had so much fun doing this. They yeah. probably had a blast making this movie. So I really love Hollis, that scene. not yeah. Horace. Whatever. <laughs> Hollis. This uh, is actually like the first time I paid attention to any of their names. So I do love that scene. That was hilarious. Um, when the is it the sheriff gets that heart or is it the mayor? The mayor. The mayor gets the and heart. And the yeah. sheriff's driving him. That heart looks pretty realistic. It it's looks a pretty good gnarly. one. It might. It might be. I fucking want one. It might be real. I want a, a framed up little heart for my like freaky display in the other room. Well, you could do that yourself probably, right? Were you volunteering? 
<laughs> you want a real heart. I told you. No, you can't Aww. have my heart. You don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that much. Okay. Well, I thought it looked great. I thought the effects there were great and looked realistic. But for real, that would be that would be badass if you made that. You do artsy yeah. stuff in oh, cosplay. Yeah. You could buy like a realistic fake looking heart and like paint it and like frame no, you're, it. You're absolutely correct. That's you the problem totally is and sell it on Etsy. I'm just lazy. <laughs> Oh, you're lazy? Yeah. You used to cosplay like all the time. Oh, and I still do. I work on stuff yeah, all the time, but stuff. it's just like the, the not going to conventions right now. I'm still like nervous about crowds and stuff mm. with COVID that like I feel like what am I doing half of this stuff for? But yeah, well, Instagram and stuff. Yeah. If you started cosplaying, uh, like, well, I guess you have. I guess I should probably do that. I can start reposting your. Uh, yeah, I'll share some photos with you. Horror cosplays. Like for this, like the loved ones, I did the Lola. It would be perfect for Valentine's Day. So that is true. We Oh, we've done the loved ones before. Yeah, but oh. I just mean that I do the cosplay. Wait, did so. we ever release that? I think we did as a special edition episode. Did we? I don't know. Moving on. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> we just get so sidetracked. So we do. Sidetracked. Uh, Sidetractions. I do think it's hilarious. Like, man, this guy sure doesn't like Valentine's Day at <laughs> he all. He really doesn't like yeah, it. <laughs> never hold a Valentine's Day dance ever no. again. No. You left me down there. I had to eat people. Yeah. Which I thought was a great shot, too, of that guy eating a I leg like, or something. Yeah. I was like, yes. I loved it. Yeah, it's very gory. I'm yeah. surprised they left that because I watched up till that point in the in the tube. Yeah, version. and they left that they part sh- in. They showed him eating people. Wow. In the, but I'm like, wait, you showed him eating but people, out, but like, you're cutting out yeah. like all the rest of stuff. Yeah, because I thought that was a great like. I love shot. it when they find him for the first time and his <laughs> face like jumps in front of the camera. Yeah. And he's like, ah, like he's completely lost his mind, mm-hmm. which. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I would have an anyone. But come on, man! Six weeks, you had to eat that your sucks, friends. But like, it's just not Valentine's Day's fault, really. You know. <laughs> no. Anyways, <laughs> so and I do love a good urban legend story. So the bartender, like, being that dramatic and serious, and ooh, doom. Yes, the harbinger of telling, doom. Yeah, we have a harbinger of doom character in this. Uh, I live for stuff like that. And it's like the flashback to the story and, oh, he comes every Valentine's Day making yeah. sure there's no S- dance. So great. Oh, so great. Every slasher should have that character. I agree. It's an it's it, it's an element in every. It's like the good. gas, like the broken down gas station guy yeah. usually. Yeah. Or the guy on Friday the 13th. That's like, uh, what the fuck does he say? I can't remember. I, I remember what he says exactly. You're yeah. going to die or something. Yeah. So there you always have one of those. You need it. Sorry, brain's glitching again. I know. We're uh, having it, a Any other time. day, I could tell you exactly what he said. Same. It's a weird day. Anyways. So And then there's the there are two girls are like walking. Kelsey Grammer. They, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Continue. The two girls are like walking. I hope that really makes someone laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying. Kelsey Grammer. Thanks, bud. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I told you at some point it would just pop in there. So the <laughs> there's like the two girls walking into the the place or whatever, and the one girl's talking about her dress, and she says, "Oh, slit down to here, cut up to here. Yeah, I may yeah, not yeah. get out alive." I and I was like, "Ooh, is that foreshadowing? That's great." And she didn't. Mm, well, she was killed. Yeah. Axe in the stomach. Yeah, slit up to there, slit S- down to there, cut up to here. You know. Yeah. Anyways, not really, but it's still no, she's cool. just yeah. yeah. It, that, that's funny. I didn't even catch that. That's a that's a pretty good line. Yeah, this is like a smart movie. Yeah, it is. And then like all the kills are great, even though you don't see them oh all being God. down on screen. You do. Which ones see, don't you see? Well, it you get some a- great after effects. I feel like oh when, Howard and uh, Mabel. Yeah. yeah. And then like obviously yeah, you're in the dryer, and then you have that girl that he puts on that 
the hose thingy yes. on the mine, which is great. But then you see like the after effect of the water like spraying yeah, out of her mouth. So it's like so nice and nasty. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And then like obviously there's a little twist in the end as to who the real killer is. Yes. Which I love. I love the fucked up reason why he's doing it. You got the flashback, which I think yeah. is kind of silly, but like it works. Like yeah. this no, is it works like great. slasher, like 101, like except for when they did American Psycho 2. Which and you stupid. can trace it back. You can trace it back in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Axel is never there. Exactly. When there's a kill, he's always off doing something also, else. Also, if your name's Axel, yeah. probably yeah. the killer. <laughs> probably the killer. <laughs> Axe and people. No, or, or a shitty singer. That's also that. Oh, God. <laughs> dude, you better stop for some Guns N' Roses yes, fanatics. Gonna dude, some talk gu- Guns N' Roses fans are like... They're scary. They're, they're like adamant. Like well, I close my, my eyes and I think it sounds like Elmo singing. So. Well, honestly, I don't really have a problem with his vocals. I just prob- have a problem with him as a person. That's Is he m- shitty? Axl Rose? I don't, I don't know. Yes, he's a, an enormous piece of shit. Mm. Wow. You never heard about like all of the shit that he did? Mm-hmm. He was a, a diva, like, asshole... Yeah, he was a terrible no. person. Well, sucks to suck. I want to say that he cheated. Don't on, they all? He, on, like he cheated with another band member's like wife or Ooh, girlfriend or something. That's messed up. I don't know that much about Axel Rose. Maybe I don't know. Roses. But anyways, so I do like that Axel is the twist killer, and you got the reason oh, why. So great. Like yeah. he's like the little boy. But like also they tried this in America's Psycho too with what like Mila Kunis or whatever. She's like the secret killer because like her babysitter was killed by Patrick Bateman, and There's she saw it, which didn't work. But it works here. Yeah, it's perfect. I've never seen American Psycho two, and garbage. I I will not ever watch Hot it. Hot garbage. Why on earth is there a sequel to that movie? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense because he it doesn't even like it's not even like his character to kill and no, his babysitter in front of a kid or whatever. It doesn't make any. sense so we'll move on from that but this movie great and that's what i liked okay now please um, tell me more it took a bunch of mine but sorry i guess it's fine i really like watching these 80s slashers because this is like the good old days like when women like to be called gorgeous slabs of flesh mm, yeah like you guys used to like that oh yeah and you, yes. and you, lo- and you loved having songs when did we stop yeah i know that's what i'm saying like what <laughs> guys should get back to this yes you liked having songs sung by a bunch of drunk bar patients about your like patrons Ugh. about your virginity so fucking you guys love that it's so fucking weird and you weren't allowed in certain places like you weren't allowed in the mines yeah you weren't well, allowed that's to fine do... i don't want to go downing a dirty ass mine anyways these are yeah these are good old days i thought you this is things you like you like this <laughs> no just kidding yeah you best be you guys like to get whistled at and have your asses grabbed um, you guys loved that wow you talk about real life experiences here <laughs> oh shit i'm sorry i forgot Remember? that happened to you went to the bar yeah the see tavern? if that happened in the 80s you would have loved it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're right it makes more sense <laughs> Yo, I watching these '80s movies sometimes, man. Uh, I'm just, just like, like oh my god! Like Axel's like trying to force himself onto Sarah. I was like, dude. I think the whole situation between the two guys and the one girl was just like uncomfortable. Like, yes. Like, ugh, guys, chill. She's it just was, a person. It was, it was good writing though. It caused it 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 caused a lot of tension and a lot mm-hmm. of like uh like you know the whole side story. Yeah. I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were assholes about it, but yeah. like, but you she's know. like nobody's property. So back up. Yeah, like that aspect of it yeah. sucked. But like having like a love triangle like that in like a movie is interesting. I mean, if it could have been minus the whole rapey stuff. But yeah. <laughs> All um, right. So what did you anyway, like? Jesus. Uh, I really like when the sheriff... Uh, this is such a nice little touch that I missed every time I watched this movie. I never... I only saw it this time. And I was like, holy shit. 
Um, so when the sheriff is looking for Mabel after Mabel's been killed oh, yeah. and she's in the dryer, he's walking and there's a shot where you can see the dryer behind him mm-hmm. like going and I'd never seen it before. I was like, oh shit, you could see her in the dryer mm-hmm. in this scene. Yeah, it's And great. for some reason, I just thought that that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, holy shit, I never caught that before. You can actually see it. And uh, I don't know, I just thought that was such a nice little touch that they give away the kill and like what happened to her before they actually get to it. I don't know. I just thought that was, I thought that was chef's kiss. Like, mwah, mwah. <laughs> yeah, it's great, very good. Well such done. a great little detail. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and I'm also glad that they commented on the smell so much. That made it seem even more realistic. Like, mm-hmm. because that would have, that would have yeah, smelled so bad. Awful. Yeah. Um, you kind of already talked, you kind of already talked about the harbinger of doom, the mm. crazy old coot bartender. Love but it. You need it. I love that his name was happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, like and I, like grumpy little man. <laughs> yeah. I really liked, this is one of my favorite scenes. I really liked when he set that trap. That's my the- absolute favorite scene. Okay. <laughs> That's like, obviously going to be my favorite kill. So, so funny. I laugh so hard because you know, something's going to happen. Right. You know, every time he opens it, it's like, Ooh. he is so fucking proud of himself. Yeah, he's playing peekaboo And he's with like, it. keeps going back. And then he finally, like the very last one, he's like walking away. He's like, no, I got to do it. Again. I got to do it yes. one more time. It's so fun. I love that scene. And then he gets pickaxed through the face and his yeah. eyeball, which is awesome. But like. He, that made him so happy that he that he made that booby trap mm-hmm. and he kept. Oh, I love that so much. They should have put that Benny Hill music over that. Scene oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so this this is probably something not to like, but it's an '80s movie and it's forgivable, and I kind of love it. Um, uh, but they don't investigate anything like whatsoever in this movie. They don't call the FBI. They don't. They don't. They are never at any point in this movie actively looking for a killer. See, that's the problem too, because Mabel gets killed, and he's like, "Oh, we're not going to tell anybody about this." Their, their, their solution is shut down all the parties. Yeah, but they don't know what's happening. Yeah, and they just assume it's this legend, and like they don't go looking for Harry Warden. Not until later. They don't question people. Yeah, they don't do a thing except like. Nobody have any parties and take all the Valentine shit down. Right. Like, you're not going to try to find him or figure out. Or warn out, anybody. Or ask people, like, question yeah. people, like, did you see anything? Find any witnesses? Like, um, well, I almost said run DNA tests on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, on the no. blood. That wasn't Nobody. a thing back then. But, like, he finds, like, the heart mm-hmm. heart box, like, and those dogs are all at it. You remember that? And yeah, he shoots yeah. the dogs away. Instead of getting, like, forensics down there or something. Was that around back then? They had to have a some bit, form the, the of like crime scene investigation. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But he just picks it up. Like, it's yep. just like, no, nah, it's another heart. <laughs> Somebody must still be having a party. And like, we got to sh- we gotta find this party yeah. and shut it down. That's it. Not like, like let's warn like, everybody like, at least. Let's warn everyone and like tell everyone there's a killer and to be careful and everybody go home. Wait, this is things not to like. You Why are you jumping ahead here, bud? I, but this is something I do like about oh, it because okay. it's just so funny to me. It's so silly. It's like, dude, you're not going to... Okay, shut the parties down, I guess. Take all the decorations down. That's how you'll deal with this. Um, yeah, I guess it should be something not to like, but I, I strangely, I really like that aspect of this movie that they just don't do anything about it, um, if that makes any sense at all. Um, okay, Dave's... Is it Dave? Who's the guy that looks like a caveman? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but I don't know his name. Is it Dave, Celia Howard, Axel Hollis, Patty, John? Oh, maybe it's John. 
Tommy. Just naming people now. So half these people don't have pictures. Oh no, it's not Dave. I think it's John. The dude, the dude whose girlfriend gets um put on the the pipe with the water coming out. Yeah, he finds her and he runs up. Yeah, he finds her and he is one hundred percent traumatized. I felt like his reaction to what happened to what he saw was like a hundred percent genuine. Because usually in a lot of these movies, the character will like scream and then get sad and be bummed out, but then like. Move, yeah, no, he along. was like no, he was traumatized, gone. and that is you're right because they don't do that. And he's cr- and he, he he can't even walk mm-hmm. after what he saw. Yeah, um, because the person that he loved and like it, it yeah, he, and I thought that that was a good touch too. It's like it's not just your run of the mill like mm-hmm. oh ah scary ah. she killed me he somebody killed my girlfriend let's go get him like yeah. it's like no this dude was out he yeah, was he's gone up. Yeah. which which would have happened like that's how a lot of people would react to that yeah you don't get that usually usually so. you don't no so yeah you're right um and also they did it with Patty's reaction to Hollis's death because mm-hmm. oh yeah she, she was finds him she wasn't gonna leave leave his body she's like I'm not leaving him and she was like she was also that would be gone me. that would be me and that's some of the stuff that lends me to thinking like this is a legit really good movie mm-hmm. i mean for an 80s movie too like it's yeah, it's definitely. really really good just a sl- another it's like just not another slasher yeah. they really thought about yeah. what they're doing here and uh and for that i love this movie agreed um do you think mike and harriet's death so they were they were the ones that were lost in the mine and then mm-hmm. uh hollis finds them and they're stabbed through each other with mm-hmm. like that big rail pike or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is you think that that was a Friday the 13th callback, reference, homage? Yes. I do too. Yes, definitely. Because Kevin Bacon and the girl that he's mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. that happens to him with the spear. Yes. Uh, good, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know why I brought that up. And finally, oh, I have two more things. I like that all of the beer in this movie is Moosehead beer because uh-huh. Canada. A. <laughs> a. And finally, this movie... And I've said this on the show plenty of times. I love this. I don't care how bad it is. No. No. I don't give a shit. No. It has its own theme song that plays at the oh, end. Oh, it's awful. It's not awful. It's great. They intended to have something better, too. They We're couldn't afford the right money. We're going to a little bit. The Ballad of Harry Warden. Laughing. That was so great when he's like... This is some folksy shit, man. It's so good. Legend began. Every woman Come on. I mean, Mike and I had a good laugh. <laughs> did you listen to the whole song? Yeah. So did I. <laughs> and those who remained were never the same. You got your lighters out? Huh? Get your lighters out. Once every year as the 14th there's a hush all over Oh, my God. Maybe you're right. This is kind of bad. the legend they say. On a Valentine's Day. Oh, on a Valentine's Day. I didn't know they were Irish, though. And no one will know as the years come and go. Can you guys cover this? Oh, that'd be so great. Mike wouldn't want to do that, though. No. Oh, key change. Modulation. All right, that's enough. But uh, the fact that it has a theme song, whether it's good or bad, is neither here nor there. I know they intended to have, like, a hit, but they, like, ran out of money i think oh they really said, yeah um and we've had this conversation before and i bring it back up this the whole thing where um and i think the last time we talked about this was with uh Ernest scared stupid mm-hmm. not this past halloween but mike was on yeah yeah uh halloween before that Satchel mike was here and uh there was a theme song for that Ernest movie 
and we're scared stupid. Yes. And we had this conversation then, I think. But I'm going to bring it up again. I am of the theory that, because this used to be a huge thing. Movies having their own soundtrack written for them, having their own like theme song. I 100% still will stand by that Will Smith ruined that trend no. with Wild Wild West. No. After Wild Wild West, there's not very many movies, and then it disappeared altogether. West, we don't get West, Desperado. <laughs> Sorry. So stupid. It's such a bad song. Wild Wild West. Didn't you defend it, though? Yes, it's a hit. It's not a hit. It's a hit. Nothing Will Smith ever did was a hit, <gasps> except maybe Miami. Seriously? Yeah, what songs? I don't know. Parents just don't understand. It's a stupid song. You're a stupid. That's song. a dumb ass song. I can't. Mike. Think. What about Men in Black? Mike. Will Smith. Parents just don't understand. Dumb song. Yeah, it's a dumb. Don't song. listen to him. <laughs> uh, Men in Black. It's a dumb song. It's That's stupid. Huh? Nobody yeah, I remember asked. you were on my side, and I think that's when people started being like, "Yo, uh, maybe we should stop doing this because it's getting really corny." Nobody cares. Move on. I care. Fucking Will Smith and Wild Wild West I mean, ruined such a great thing about movies. There's two things about movies that I wish they would bring back. One, the theme song. No one's stopping people from doing it. Psycho Goreman has one. Yeah, but Psycho Goreman's doing that whole retro throwback mm-hmm. to that era when that was popular. Own theme song and do more fun stuff in movie theaters. Fair, yes. Those, yes. those are the two, two things I've learned since we've been doing this show that I need. Um, and that's it for my what's to like. All right. Well, let me tell you what I don't like. Why would I do that? Okay. So. <laughs> just ignore me. <laughs> All right. Does this minor killer fella just have a stockpile of Valentine's boxes? <laughs> yeah, I can't I see so. him going into a store and acting normal and not like a total fucking weirdo. But he w- he would have been uh, Axel though. Yeah, but then like people would be like, "Oh, Axel, you're buying a lot of fucking Valentine's Day boxes." Why would they talk about it? I don't know, man. It's weird. If he went in one time, it was like, "Yeah, I got a bunch of people I want to give Valentine's boxes to." Mm, no. That's a stupid point. Yeah. I don't know. Bad point. Mm-mm. Move on. I'm going to cut this All out. Right. It's so bad. Don't you dare. And then just <laughs> sitting in the junkyard playing their harmonica. Oh, my God. Um, like, I'm sorry, double harmonica. Wait, that's what you don't no, like? No, they're fucking Muppets. No, it's goofy. they're friends. Yeah. And, they're and play we harmonic- are friends. We play we harmonicas together. We play and har- I have like six harmonicas. We play harmonicas together all the time. Okay. Well, no one's supposed to know about <laughs> in that. In the junkyard. Oh, my God. Every, every I do like the idea that they're hanging out in the junkyard, though. That's dope. That's fun, yeah. Anyways, no. The, I'm picking nitpicking here because this movie's perfect. But like a well, harmonica just to, just to duo, that, it's goofy. It's not. It's it goofy. Was, it was okay, fine. Tom Petty. It wasn't. It was fine. It was 1981. Yeah. And that's what we're that doing? That kind of shit was popular. Hmm. I don't know. I like that whole scene too. You really, you really start to get a sense of like how deep this goes because yeah. Yeah, after they're done playing their little thing, which they're friends, that you could tell like they were really good friends. But then he's like, "I guess we have a problem. We have to work out." And then you're like, "Shit!" Yeah. Like this is. I don't know. I liked that stuff. Uh, hmm. I'm picking here. Um, the sheriff. Not a single puff of smoke comes out of that pipe, man. It's a cigar. No, he has a, he's carrying a pipe around. Oh, yeah, at one point he has a pipe. And it's like, what? You just, nothing's coming out of there. What's happening here? Eh, I don't know. I just thought that was just saying. Maybe it's a habit. A little he just silly. has yeah, it maybe, all yeah. the time. Um, and also, him not warning people after Mabel is murdered. Yeah, he's that trying was, to cover it up, like, okay, buddy. Why are you doing that? Tell everyone. Yeah. Go home. Be like, take all been, your yeah, Valentine's exactly. shit Exactly. They're down. not going to take it seriously if you no, don't tell them what's uh, going yeah. on. That was probably the only sticking point of this movie. I was like, that didn't really make sense. It's like, uh, why, why are you doing this? Right. I mean, I guess I get why. He didn't want to panic, but people should have been panicking. Exactly. And nobody took him seriously. Or they had a party in a mind because of it. <laughs> 
the fact that they go into the mine like <laughs> yeah I- i'll talk about that in a <laughs> and then also the last thing is i could do without that cheesy romance beach scene where she's like why didn't you write me oh yeah and i just didn't like that I was just like, come on, this is too much. Two cheese. The cheese is big, big, yeah. big on this one. I think they were trying. I actually, I don't know. I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I got the feeling with like that scene and a couple other thing, other scenes mm-hmm. that they were trying to red herring TJ yeah. as the killer because there was that scene where it was like where, where she asked him, and this is why I think that scene is there, Yeah. Um, where she's like, why didn't you write? Why didn't you call? Like, Why didn't you do anything? And he says, I couldn't. And he doesn't really give a reason. Yeah. So that's what kind of got me thinking, like, what happened Maybe, to him yeah. out here? Is he the killer? Like, what do you mean you can't? You couldn't. And he's like, I fell on my ass really hard out there. And it's like, what does that mean? And he's being really vague about mm-hmm. where he was. And I think that was intentional. I think they were trying to get you to think that yeah. TJ was the I just thought it was so cheesy. She's like, why didn't you write? Yeah, I guess it was like, very like. Were you in prison? Like, chill. It was very like, yeah, rom- romancy. Yeah. Kind of so, like, yeah. That's it for me. This the scenery in that mm-hmm. scene, like seeing the Canadian coast and stuff, yeah. is gorgeous. So, I did, I did appreciate that. And also, let me add because I just read this here. Uh, rest <laughs> in peace to Paul Kelman, who plays TJ. He passed away January thirtieth of twenty twenty two. Yeah, he passed away this year. So yeah. recently, so throw out there and things yep. I don't like. TJ. Good job. Thanks, man. Rest in peace. All right. <laughs> Can you add what you didn't like? Is there anything? Uh, yeah, Jesse. Uh, not Jesse. TJ. He sucks. <laughs> wow. We just said rest in peace, man. I know. Not the actor that plays him. His character. <laughs> um, he doesn't suck. I like his character. He didn't write. But like, I don't know. I feel like the movie wants us to feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it, it becomes okay because you find out that Axel's the killer. Mm-hmm. But like during the movie, I'm always like, why am I supposed to feel like, why are you trying to make me feel sorry for Jesse? He left of his own accord. TJ. TJ. Why do I keep saying Jesse? Who the fuck is Jesse? I don't know. I wrote Jesse down for some reason. TJ. Uh, he left of his own free will. Uh-huh. He went out west somewhere. We don't know where. He didn't call. He didn't write. He didn't nothing. He ghosted all of his friends and family mm-hmm. for an unspecified span of time but i have to imagine it had to have been a couple years mm-hmm. and then he comes back and he's given action and i don't understand that axel's a killer but this is still like you don't know that he's the killer yet and he's given axel all kinds of shit and he de- he basically is demanding his girlfriend that he ghosted mm-hmm. he's demanding her back and he's given axel all kinds of problems he's moping around all the time he's all sad like dude this is your own fault all of this is your own fault. You don't have the right to do anything you're doing. Yeah. You don't have the right to treat Axel like this. You don't have the right to treat Sarah like this. You're confusing her. And like, it's just kind of a piece of shit until, okay. the, until the very end, you know, when he like becomes a hero and yeah, saves the day. Of course. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And the whole fight at the party. Oh, yeah. And they, they're fighting and like TJ gets the shit beat out of him. Well, I just love that the big dude just like breaks it up by yeah. himself. Like, yeah. He's able to do that. He like snatches them both up. Like knock it off. Yeah. Hollis is a, he was great. Yeah. Um, but, he, but, he, but this, it, something else happens with that too. It's like everybody seems to be siding with TJ also because Hollis like throws him out. He's like, get out of here. And like. Then you he's know, like, are you all right? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, TJ, are you okay? 
It's like, why is everyone siding with the sad well, maybe boy? Maybe there's like, like more backstory we don't know about. Maybe ghosted. they've always got it along with him more than I'd the other guy. I'd have been pissed. If Axel kind of seems like a dick. If you and Mike like up and moved and ghosted me and didn't write and didn't call me or whatever. You're on to us. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like came back years later and expected it to be just like, okay. No, I'd be pissed for a while. Like, yeah, but what, you, you'd forgive me, right? Yeah, eventually I would. All right, well, we got something to tell you. <laughs> We're ghosting you. <laughs> we are cutting you out of our lives for approximately four years. We are now vampires, <laughs> and we've decided you can't be one with no! us. No! <laughs> That's not cool. I'm kidding. If you guys become vampires, you better tell joking. me. You better bite me. <laughs> you better bite my bag. Right on your butt. Remember that? Bite my bag. Yes, bite my butt. <laughs> yeah. Great line. <laughs> if you say so. Uh, Man, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, Dreamcatcher. Go listen to episode 40? I don't know. Somewhere around there. Damn, we're on episode 82. Um, but yeah, like, I just didn't... Like, outside of sticking... Because Axel's getting all handsy and Sarah's like, get the fuck off me. Mm-hmm. Which was messed up. Um, even though you guys, you know, you really liked that back in the 80s. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no, it, it's definitely, like, wrong what Axel is doing. He's, like, groping her up and she doesn't want to. She's, like, pushing him away. Mm-hmm. Outside of TJ standing up for her and be like, yo, she said no. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the right to say anything else past that. Fair. It's like, and he's like, she wants to be with me. And like, I just like, dude, you're a shitty person. You had no right to do any of that. I just, I, we're supposed to like TJ and I just kind of don't. Okay. It doesn't hurt the movie for me. I still think TJ is like cool and stuff. <laughs> but I just like, I don't understand why we're supposed to like i don't know that's kind of a, a misstep in the movie i think for me it was like they tried to make them to be this really likable central character and i just okay. can't really side with him that's that fair. much i think he's kind of a douchebag and then axel become, becomes the killer and you're like yeah. Yeah, well, tj doesn't seem so bad right um okay the this is always upsetting to me the shower scene it's even weirder now to hear that they were actually naked from it. What? Why? Nobody in the 80s with group showers, nobody, 70s, 60s, 80s, it probably goes way back in group showers. Nobody once said like, hey, is this kind of weird? <laughs> we're just showering together. That's kind of eh, weird, it's right? It's not that weird. Stop. What? It's not. That's what they're doing. They're, they mind. they're disgusting. Yeah, but showering, it's- showering together, it's not just them. It's the idea of showering together. It's just like it's not okay to be naked around people like out in public and like out and about what you're doing like w- with strangers or whatever it's 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 not okay but for some reason in like high school and like in gyms and stuff it magically became okay for a whole bunch of people to get naked together and shower and nobody thought of like how that might make some people feel uncomfortable. Sure, some people are fine with it. I was fine with it. I didn't like it, but I was like, yeah, whatever. I got nothing to be ashamed of. Like, I've done it before. You don't have to participate, though. Oh, you did in high school. I didn't. In the 80s. Hell yeah, you had to. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a weird thing to be complaining about, you, I think. You don't see a problem with group showering whatsoever. No. <laughs> No. I mean, if it's cons- if you if you if they it's all con- seem to be fine with it. If it's consensual, saying. it's okay. I still think it's really weird. It. I mean, I'm not I- gonna get in a group shower with anybody. Yeah, but if it was okay, then they wouldn't have. W- it would still be a thing. Obviously, a lot of people feel the way I do, and we're like, "Yo, why are we showering together? This is fucking weird." That's fair, but I think in this setting, one, they're in a mine, and two, it's cheaper to have one large shower than. 
Sure, but what about the like the yeah? I guess you you didn't. There's have no to. women allowed, so it's I guess you be didn't. The, like, a weird thing. Yeah, but a bunch of dudes. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, it's that not ca- weird. It causes problems, and it's. Weird. I don't think so. If it wasn't weird, it would still be around. It's weird. You're wrong. It's a weird thing to. Have, I think. It okay. Pro- I don't know. I think maybe it affects guys more than it does girls. Oh, I wouldn't be in a shower because though. I definitely know that there was some like traumatizing things that happened to people in group showers in like high school in the 80s and 70s and shit. It wasn't cool. Okay. I don't know. I thought you'd, I thought you would side with me more no. on that one. <laughs> really, you don't have a problem with it. No. Okay. Like I said, it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to be in a group shower. I remember in seventh grade, I went to public school, and we didn't, we weren't forced to shower, but we had to change in front of everyone. Well, we had a locker room, but you could even change just, in the stalls if you wanted. Or in the, we had showers in our school, but you didn't have to use them. You could change in the shower, just pull the curtain. You didn't have to get changed in front of everybody. No, uh, we did. We, we didn't. We were forced to change in front of everyone. Oh, well, we weren't. So that's something your school should look at. And there was a bunch of uh, different grade boys in there. And I distinctly remember being in sec- seventh grade and two or three times like being like made fun of for being like skinny and this like... I was in seventh grade. It's like ninth or tenth grader came over and like slapped me in the chest. And he was like, put really? on some weight, man. Yeah. Like it was not fun. I don't know. I think it might be different for guys than it is for girls. I don't know. I, I was bullied in school, but I did, did not. I did not participate in showers or changing in front of everybody. Mike. So. No, leave him alone. Mike. Sideshow Mike. Where? He's downstairs. No, he's not. He's right over there. Group showers for men. Weird. 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 Yeah, but did you have to do them? And f- and in some cases, traumatizing. And yes, people in the 80s and early 90s were made to shower together. They had to. We were not. Okay. It's fucking weird. I don't know why anyone ever thought that was cool. I just don't know why this is your your, huh? your point here. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're not well endowed or you you have some nobody, weird physical... but like also physical... nobody's looking at your dick. Oh, no, they are. See, you're not a guy. You don't get it. There's so much... Ugh, no. Uh, okay, we're moving on. We're spending too much time talking about this. Um, that dog chasing the police car in the beginning after the mayor finds that heart in his mm-hmm. candy. I Every time I see it, I'm like, no, you're going to hit the fucking dog. That dog almost ate it. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, black but, dog that runs up. didn't. I know, but it, it always makes me like, ah. Mm-hmm. I don't there's like it. Of, there's a lot of stray dogs in this one. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. There's a lot Maybe of stray the dogs. town's not as great as they think it Canada is. Canada has a lot of stray dogs. <laughs> Canada has a stray dog problem? I don't know. Uh, they say I've got the munchies a lot in this movie. Maybe they're all high. I think that term used to exist outside of being high. Yeah. Because I remember, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, God, they say the munchies all the time. And I remembered, I was like, my dad used to say that all the time. He would like, yeah, mine did too. instead of saying like snacks, he would say, I got all the munchies and I got uh, yeah, all, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess that was a thing back then. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Sorry about the long shower rant. Yeah, I'm really was, surprised by your, your, I just, your I non-reaction don't know. to it. It just doesn't seem like. Oh no, it sucked. A thing. Oh, it's a thing. All right. Well, not in my life. So it doesn't exist. Maybe guys are harder on each other about their physical appearances. But they shouldn't be looking at dicks anyways. If you're, you know, oh, it's weird. But they were. Okay. They were looking for something to make fun of somebody about. Well, kids suck, okay? Yeah, it was bullying. It sucked. Yeah, so was didn't I. Like, didn't like it at all. And I didn't even have to shower. I just had to change and I hated it. Uh, anyway, creepy questions? I don't have any. I have two. Uh, do you... <laughs> that was such a stupid question. Do you boil your hot dogs or do you 
Do you even eat hot dogs? I like hot dogs, but I don't really make hot dogs. We grill them. Um, growing right. up, when I was poor, right. we would boil you them. You boil them. Yeah. And I saw that in this movie. When he was boiling the hot dog, yeah. his face gets, you know. It's giving me a good flashback to childhood. Right, me too. We I was would like, boil our hot like, dogs, yeah. Ew, we used to boil hot dogs? Yeah. Gross. And I remember like, we would have to cut like a slit into them yep. or they would like explode. Uh-huh. So, yes. But now that I'm I've <laughs> married that guy, I could grilled hot dogs. Yeah. Grilled wieners. I would never, ever boil a hot dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember good my times. mom doing yeah, it. Yeah, we used to do that all uh, the time. Weird. And then she pulls that heart out of it and mm-hmm. it's like all cooked. <laughs> I She's like, like that. what is this? That's what it would look like if it was cooked. Mm, delicious. Mm, yummy. She should have taken a big old bite right? out of it. Put some mustard on that. Uh, well, I kind of already asked this question. You said you didn't have any, but worst or best Valentine's Day memory? I never really celebrated Valentine's Day. I mean, like as a teenager, like I think one of my, I was dating someone who bought me like two Fallout Boy CDs. So mm. I guess that's the only thing I really remember. I remember my parents would just get us like gifts oh, and chocolate shit. I and just stuff remember. that we loved. Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun. Like being a kid, it was fun. Yeah. But no. No, really uh, memorable. You just reminded me, a girl that I was dating in my senior year, junior year, I don't know, uh, bought me a, a Minor Threat, the Minor Threat discography yeah. CD for uh, Valentine's See, nice. Day. There we are. <laughs> Maybe CDs. that's the best one. Yeah. What's uh, the worst one? No, my best one is with Amanda. When did the Friday the 13th remake with uh, Jared Padalecki come out? Oh, 2009, 10? No. Right? 2010? That's my guess. 2009. Ah, so close. Wait, we weren't married? No, because Mike and I just started dating in 2009, so you guys weren't together. Like, we were. Or you got, you were dating we were, maybe? We were dating again. Oh, so that had to be late 2009 then. Yeah, it had to have been. Because I met to- you in like May of 2009 or something. No, this had to have been Friday the 13th. Well, anyway, <laughs> it was a really good Valentine's. We didn't have Alex. We didn't have Molly yet. Obviously, it was 2009. Uh, yeah. But we went out to, I want to say Applebee's. This is when we could <laughs> st- when, when we were poor and Applebee's was still like a good choice. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Applebee's in years. The place is gross. Yeah, because this movie came out um, on Valentine's Day. So sorry, you if you, to, uh, yeah. sorry if you hate Applebee's. It's just not for me anymore. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. I got past the age. I go there for margaritas sometimes if I'm desperate. If you but I'm not because uh, you get them from any bar. Applebee's is kind of like if you planted a uh, mozzarella stick in the ground and like a restaurant grew out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a Mac Blake. Well, they. That was mi- a Mac Blake joke. They microwave everything, so. Um. Yeah. Right. It's gross. Uh. But back then it was still fine. We still went there all the time. You know, we were really. No, if people go there, we that's your young. choice. It's fine. We don't judge you. Yeah. Not at all. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I used to love it. Uh. We always get the penny pasta. Anyway. <laughs> We went there, we went and saw this Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. or no, I think we saw the movie first, and then we went out to eat, and we had a bunch of drinks, and then we went back, I was, guess I was still living with my parents at that time, Yes. we were dating, Yes. and we had some really good sex. No, you didn't. Up in my old bedroom at Absolutely my parents' house. Absolutely not. I remember it just being a really, really good day, and yeah, that's probably my favorite of Valentine's right. memory. Very nice. So, yeah, I remember I used to be friends with this douchebag when I worked at the hospital in Virtua, like right mm-hmm. after high school. And he he straight up broke up with his girlfriend. Uh, and I actually was really good friends with him. Yeah. Um, but he was just really kind of mean to his girlfriend. Why? I don't know. He was just kind of a douchebag. I wasn't friends with him for very long. Um, but he uh, he broke up with his girlfriend 
like January 31st or something. And I asked him why. And he's like, oh, I'm not doing that oh, Valentine's shit. For the record, <laughs> Michael and I met in like before May. Um, and my birthday's May 16th. But he didn't ask me out until like a week later. So he didn't have to buy me a birthday present. That is not the reason. That's what he said. Like you would have expected a birthday present I that wouldn't early? have. But apparently that's what he said. Oh. He must have dated some other really uh, unreasonable <laughs> girls. Well, the last girl before me was also Melissa, so maybe. That's true. And she was religious and awful. But yeah, I've heard that whole story. Not my problem. <laughs> not I'm my sure problem. I'm sure she's a great gal now, wherever she may be. Wherever she may be. Not my business. It's true. You think she's listening to this show? No, I hope not. That's weird. Yeah, that would be weird. No, but I, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, it doesn't matter to me. Whoa, hey, Meatball. What's the matter? Will's probably almost here. If you can sense it. Yes. What? No, 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 Meatball. No, 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 don't go through there. Oh, my God. Meatball. Meatball. <laughs> Constantly interrupting the show. Oh, you were outside. Anyway, uh, let's get towards the end yeah. here. This is a long episode. Yeah, it's good. Um, Give the people what they want. Yeah, that's all I got for creepy questions. Uh, freaky favorites? Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. No, not that button. Freaky, 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 spent so much time editing this episode. Not my problem. It's messed so many things up. All right, your favorite kill. My favorite kill is Happy, the Happy, bartender, yeah. setting up that prank for the kids, and then he gets axed and his eyeballs out, and he's dragged like down the, yeah, it's the awesome. way. I loved it. Very cool. That is my runner-up. Oh, very nice. I had, I just had to go with Howard's death because his head ripping off mm -hmm. is gruesome mm -hmm. and it sprays blood all over the girls. Yes. But then watching his body fall and like thud on the uh -huh. ground for some reason, this, and it's never made me laugh before, but for some reason it triggered like my funny bone when yeah. I saw it this time and I, I rewound it and kept watching it. I watched it like four times. <laughs> yeah, it was. I just, that's fair. It just really got me this time and made me laugh. So that's my favorite. Uh, favorite character? I'm gonna go with Hollis, the big mustachio man. Uh, that's my favorite. I loved him. He's, He's like a big great. old teddy bear. Yeah, I I have to say that I related the mm -hmm. most to Howard. I was watching this with Amanda, and even she was like, "This guy's like, this guy's a lot like you." Oh, because like he like eases the tension after yes, the party. That's yes. exactly what I would have done. And like when their party gets shut down and everybody's bummed, he's like, let's have our own party. Yeah. That's exactly what I would have done. And uh, he's making light of everything and trying to make everybody feel better. That's pretty much me. I'm not quite as zany anymore, but I used to be. That's cool. I used to be Fair. a lot crazier. That's true. We all were. <laughs> yeah. Now our bodies can't handle get, it. You remember when I used to get drunk at like the first 15 minutes of us hanging out? Yes. And then <laughs> I'd just be crazy for the next whatever. Those are the days. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I liked Hollis the most. He seemed like a really good guy. And he seemed like he was kind of the backbone or like the glue. You know, he broke them up in the fight. And he's always, he's like consoling TJ. And he's yeah. like, you're really going hard on him. Like, why don't you ease up? And yeah, like, definitely. He's kind of seems like the, like the group kind of leader. And I thought that was cool. And, Agreed. and as you said, he has a really sweet mustache. <laughs> Mustachio. Mustachio. Your favorite quote. All right, so when the guy asked that girl to the dance and she says, suck it in and zip it up, will ya? What the fuck, man? That's I thought it was my, hilarious. That's my favorite quote. I thought, that was, like, I thought that was obscure enough. Yeah. I was like, Melissa won't pick nope, this one. I picked it right off the bat. For real? Yes. Twinsies. Oh my gosh, twinsies. We are on the same wavelength. Yeah, mine was the same thing. Suck it in and zip it up. Once I heard that, I was like, oh, that's my yeah, favorite quote. Yeah, same. That's what I said. <laughs> that's definitely it. 
That's so crazy. There's, there's a lot of good lines in this. And I was like, well, I'm just going to pick this one little one. She'll probably pick one of these. But it didn't happen. Are we done? We are. We did it. My Bloody Valentine is a bloody fucking great time. That's I true. love this movie so much. And Absolutely. Highly recommend. You know recommend. what? I'm going to state it right now. This is probably my favorite slasher. Oh, wow. I think it, I, it, it checks all the boxes. All right. Although it doesn't have cheesy dialogue and corny acting. Cause I like that too, blood rage. Yeah, Oof. it's like a three-way tie, like blood rage, mutilator, and, and oh, this. Oh yes, fall break. <laughs> fall break. Fall break. Oh, God. Um. Okay, is that it? That's it. Great movie. If you've never seen it before, you need what? What are you doing? Yeah. Go watch it. What are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Get off your ass. Turn this episode off. Listen to our links first. Yeah. <laughs> and go watch this movie. Um, so that will do it for episode 82. Woo! Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at Forsaken Cinema and Facebook. I'm going to probably start posting there again. Somebody actually had some activity on the page. Wow. For once. Uh, and again, that's at Forsaken Cinema. Also for Facebook and Instagram. You can email us, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website. And message us directly from the website forsakencinema.com. And you totally should. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Suggest a movie. Suggest a movie. Suggest a segment. Tell us how awesome we are. Um, and we are available on every streaming platform, wherever you get your podcasts. Duh. Uh, duh. <laughs> yes. Duh. Um, and wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, whatever. Uh, we can really use the... Uh, support and support. buy some merch while you're there. I wasn't going to say support. Which some of you have, so we really appreciate. Yes, some people have. Yes, please. So send your pictures of you guys wearing it or drinking from your coffee mugs. Yes. So we can repost them. So we can repost them. Please. Do it. No, please. You fucking do it or else. Yeah, or, or else. <laughs> I will find you. And do what? Mur- <laughs> murder you. Oh, you heard thing. it here first. You heard it here first. Um... Just yeah, we, 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 a light murder. We love the support. I love I love talking to people and about horror and about the episodes and stuff. So it's yeah. about yourself, we know. About myself. No, it's not about me. It's about the horror. It's about us. It's about us. Okay. <laughs> um, is that <laughs> everything? It. Are we yeah. done? We did it. All right, we did it. Uh, we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.